Welcome to Baffling Cyclops. I'm David. And I'm Pepper Proxy. Pepper Proxy, you're doing... Oh, wait, yeah. You're going with both names I did my my second name. Yeah, I'm Pepper... Today I'm Pepper Proxy. I like it. Thank you. I thought today we could start off by talking about your relationship with squirrels. It's complicated. It is a complicated relationship. Um... You like squirrels, abstractly. They're all right. But you don't necessarily want squirrels near you. Yeah, no, I I don't. (laughs) I don't. They kind of creep me out. And I remember once uh, you and I were walking in downtown Seattle. Oh, no. And I, (laughs) I just grabbed you and pulled you off to the side. And I looked at you and you had fire in your eyes because you were going to (laughs) be so mad at me. And I said, well, the way it was, can I just say you aggressive, we were just walking downtown because we used to go downtown a lot. Like every weekend we'd walk down there. Um, and we were just walking and we were like having good conversation. Like there wasn't anything like strange happening or our, our dynamic was really good. And you aggressively and almost tackled me. <laughs> I think you've overstated it a little bit. But I, you were, it, was, ag- it you, was aggressive. I grabbed you by the arms and moved you over. And yes. then at, just as you were about to open your mouth, I pointed and said, look. And behind you, there was a guy in a safari outfit, (laughs) like Jack Hanna, except it was like... poor man's Jack Hanna. It was like Jack Hanna if he never did his laundry. (laughs) If he had like gone a month in the monkey cage without washing his safari outfit. Yeah. With a squirrel on a leash on his shoulder. And he was smiling and trying to get people to notice the squirrel. Yeah. And we were... Had you not pulled me out of the way aggressively, <laughs> it would have been, we would have been inches. I would, I would have been inches from that GD squirrel. And, and you looked at me and the fire dimmed in your eyes and you said, thank you. <laughs> I did. I think I said, thank you. I love you so much. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, but now that we feed the birds in front of the house, the squirrels at our house have started to love you. Well, they do. I wouldn't say love me. I just think they see me as maybe a food source. And twice we've caught it on video of a squirrel chasing you. Oh, yeah, because we have those Arlo cameras. Um, The squirrels are not shy. And even if you'll put a peanut down or some peanuts down for the blues and the crows, the squirrels aren't as bright. I don't, in my opinion, you know, I don't want to offend anybody, but I just don't think squirrels are as bright as crows and blue jays or scrub jays and stellar jays. Excuse me. I need to use the right terms. So the squirrels will, even if there's like a little pile of peanuts 10 feet away, they will come charging towards me as if they want to run up the leg of my jeans. And sit on your shoulder like your safari man. I know. <laughs> yes. That's what they would like is they would like. I think so. They would like to be there whispering in your ear, Pepper, I want a peanut. Give me a peanut. Well, can I just tell you though, part, I have had a shift about squirrels. Okay. From that 
that horrific experience downtown Seattle years and years ago. Because I wouldn't say the H word, but I didn't like squirrels. I didn't like birds. And I still don't really like raccoons. But when we started feeding the crows, mm-hmm. um, our neighbor across the street, our friend Henry, who we, t- we spoke about on, I think, our last podcast, he reached his hand out to me and said, give me, give me some of those peanuts. And so I did. And I'm like, huh, I'm surprised that Henry likes to eat peanuts. It just doesn't seem like a snack for him. And I learned later that Henry had a little squirrel that he was feeding the peanuts to, and he named that squirrel Buddy. So now we call all the squirrels Buddy. Every squirrel is named Buddy. And might I say, Dee was not happy with that when she no. found out about it. And, and the, all of the squirrels around here are named Buddy, and all of them uh, approach people and yeah. ask for a peanut with their cold, dead eyes. <laughs> I mean, their warm squirrel lovingness. But can I say that the the buddies in our yard and around us, I've just, you know, I don't love them like I love a crow. Mm-hmm. But I, I, you know, I understand, like, to each their own. Well, but the bait, like, okay, so our buddies had families. And I think that because they have a ready, readily available food source, their lives are a little bit easier than maybe some other buddies in the wild. So I think they're pretty comfortable. And I would suspect if buddies are comfortable, then they procreate much easier. Well, this leads into my next topic. Okay. So easily, um, which is it rem- the, your relationship with squirrels reminded me of people that have described going into a monkey habitat. Really? Because you remember when the housewives went to an elephant habitat? Baby elephants? Oh, the one, the housewives in Dallas. Oh my God, you guys. Dallas housewives. A couple people I know, including Shauna, have gone to monkey habitats, which is like a forested area with like 1,400 monkeys in a small area. Now, she said while she was there, and other people have told me similar things, the monkeys just stare at your hands. The whole time. Because when you go in, you buy bananas and other foods. Oh. And so you hand out the food. And that's actually how the monkeys get fed is the tourists come. So they're come, looking for bananas in So they're looking pants. for bananas. But <laughs> where did the pants come from? Well, you have to hide them. You can't just have bananas. Well, <laughs> so you you got to hide them in your pants. Well, they all... <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> that's, <laughs> so, but they go after. Am I wrong? I, no, the, okay. you, you shove all the bananas in your pants, <laughs> okay. and then you go there, and then you let the monkeys frisk you for bananas. <laughs> That's not for me. So, no, you go there, and they steal purses and eyeglasses as well. So you're, You know, monkeys are smart. Oh, yeah. And so Shauna said, you're walking through the forest, and you hear just random shouts of people as a monkey stole something of theirs and took it away. Wait, was this in the United States? This is in Bali. Oh, okay. I thought so. But because of the pandemic, the there are no tourists. Oh, so no, no. So not How only... How are they getting their bananas? But I don't know specifically about that one. This is about the monkeys in Thailand and India. They just live in the cities. Yeah. Because they're holy. Yeah. 
And um, they live off the food that people have in the city. And when the restaurants are open and there's uh, tours, there's more food. So they yeah. they they uh, actually reproduce much more quickly than they do in the wild. But in India, they've had constant problems with monkey attacks. Okay. Are they looking for, like, bananas and pants? <laughs> yes, <laughs> with their teeth. Because <laughs> they hit a thousand monkey bites a day are reported in India. Oh, wait a minute, though. Don't, don't, can't monkey spread disease like that Catch That Monkey movie starring Dustin Hoffman? <laughs> I think they can. Well, that's if it, it's possible. But um, they also killed the deputy mayor of New Delhi. Was monkeys killed by did? monkeys. Yeah, they he he was uh, went out on his balcony with some breakfast, and oh, they were was hungry. Wrestling with monkeys, and he fell off his balcony. <gasps> oh, thankfully, all the the monkeys were fine. Yeah, that's that's good. <laughs> wow. But well, wow. right right now, though, the monkeys who usually are in family type groups, there's so much less food in the cities now that they've started going up to gangs and armies. So oh. there's a city in Thailand that actually has um, a monkey temple in the middle of the city, which is like this giant stone structure for monkeys to live in. Okay. And the monkeys... And they're it, free to come and go. Yeah. Okay. They're, they're, but they're banded together and they're holy, so they can't do anything to them. Um, and they're trying to control the population, but obviously they don't want to hurt the monkeys. But the monkeys have started getting more aggressive. Can they like... Put some birth control in their bananas. <laughs> that was that's that in in Thailand that might fly, but in India, since it's uh, they worship Hanuman, uh, the mon- the monkey god, they don't want to hurt a monkey any more than they want to hurt a cow, and so even making them sterilizing them by some people is considered cruel, and others it's considered humane. It's kind well, of I'm a not saying point. like you know clip them. I'm just saying pop a couple. Um, what are what are the birth control pills called? I don't know. Depravova. Wow. I could be wrong. I don't know. Well, I was going to say the the monkeys at the temple though have started throwing out the weaker monkeys, just oh, throwing no. them out. And so there was a newspaper article about this company across the street uh, that repairs cars has started taking in some of the monkeys that get the st- cast out. Oh no, the marginalized monkey, oh. the marginalized monkeys. And they do things like hang on to the backs of the employees as they're working and they're like sleeping on the counter. And, uh, they're, uh, but the monkey gangs, yeah. they describe a battle between two monkey armies over an open canister of yogurt in the road. Oh no, that's not good. Wait, so are monkeys monkeys are primates? Mm-hmm. Are they called simians? Mm-hmm. These are called macaque monkeys. Okay. These particular kind of monkeys are macaques. Okay. And the macaques are are going crazy. Well, the reason why I was talking about the squirrels being um, prolific in their um, procreation in our neighborhood is because, well, I'm just kind of on the fence with my um, tolerance of squirrels. Mm-hmm. Just yesterday, we saw two, I would call them toddlers. They're not babies, and they're not like tweens yet. But right. They're like t- toddler squirrels. 
They're the cutest flipping things. Yeah. Because their little tails are bigger than their little bodies. And their bodies are chubby because they've been eating a lot of nuts. Where, where did all those nuts come from? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe we should ship some of our nuts over to... Where'd you say this was? India or Thailand? Thailand is where I'm specifically... Yeah, maybe we should well, send them some nuts. Every year on November 29th, they have what they call the um, Monkey Buffet Festival. Okay, that sounds like it could be bad. <laughs> they make a giant tables with spreads of food and drink for monkeys. Oh, but buffets are filthy. Monkeys are not exactly tidy. <laughs> <laughs> There's so many... There's so many uh, stories about monkeys pooing in their hand and throwing it at people. Well, do they? I don't use... think they wash their hands before they go to the um, monkey buffet. I don't want to hear about the monkey throwing poo, but do they all use the same tongs? <laughs> I don't think there are tongs. <laughs> there are no tongs at the monkey buffet. Oh. <laughs> That's not good. But there, there's not as so few COVID cases in Thailand that they're actually going to let the monkey buffet festival go forward this year. Okay. Well, monkeys can't get COVID-19, can they? Not yet. Yeah. No. So, but huh. anyway, I thought it was interesting and I thought you yeah. would, you because I think monkeys forming into armies is the prequel to the Planet of the Apes movies. Right. Yeah, you're right. And so the fact that they're competing with humans for, for food and other monkeys and casting out the weak one makes me think that they're trying to build a strong monkey army to move forward. <laughs> While we're weak, Maybe. we're weakened oh, okay. by COVID. So, can let me ask you this question? Let's say we had monkeys here in the central district in yep. Seattle, and they're just roaming around. Right? Would we be carrying bundles of bananas in our pants to feed them? I don't know. That's the, the, See, I think we would. Well, that was my question to you. I think I could be the queen of the monkeys. You think you'd be like Pepper Proxy, Queen of the Macaques? <laughs> I would hope that it would be a different type of monkey. You don't like the macaques? I think I'd like a smaller monkey. Okay, they're pretty small, though. I want monkeys that hang on to the um, pencils. Oh, you they're, want the, t- the little teacup monkeys? Whatever. I've, I saw a picture of, I don't know if it was Photoshopped or not, but it was a, like a little bitty monkey with a curly, curly tail. And I... I I could be totally exaggerating, but in my um, mind palace, this little bitty monkey was holding onto a pencil. Yeah. At the, on like the eraser on the end of a pencil, number two. <laughs> How many monkeys can dance on the end of a pencil? <laughs> <laughs> now, if those were in our neighborhood. You'd, you'd be all over that. I think I would. I, I, well, you can tell why. When I read the article and they said there was a monkey buffet. There were two disparate things that are both yeah. things that play in your subconscious mind. So it reminded me of you. And don't no, they don't play positively in my subconscious mind. <laughs> well, I have a question. Yes. Do you remember when we met? I do remember when we met. What what's the the one big takeaway from the day we met? Um the day we met, I was working at the library. Um, I was working at the checkout part of the library. Most of the time when I worked at the library, I was an AV person. <laughs> so cool. <laughs> I was in charge of the AV equipment, but I happened to be checking people out. It was very crowded and people had to wait in line a long time. And you approached with uh, Two Sir With Love on video. But do you remember that day or do you remember the day after? 
I remember the day. Well, yeah, it was the day after. Yeah, the day after. I don't after think more. you remember the day we met. It's just too. You just. I remember you telling me about. Me. Yeah, I think that's the case. But the day that you remember is the day you came up and asked me out. Yeah, because you're cute. <laughs> <laughs> when I was working in the AV part of yeah, the library. Yeah, you were the AV part of the library. And, oh, David Wall, you were, um, I didn't know how old you were, and you have a very baby face to begin with, but I knew you had to be at least 18 to work yeah. at the library. So after you checked out to Sir With Love for me, um, I came back. I first got dolled up and put makeup on and um, a vest and orange well, shorts. You're, <laughs> you're missing one thing you forgot. What? You ran reconnaissance on me. I sure did because, um, so when I checked out Two Sir With Love, which was an old-fashioned movie at the time, yes. like it was not a modern movie, but I really liked that song by Lulu and I liked, I liked the star of the movie. Um, so you said something about it. Yeah. And you knew the movie. Yeah. And Sidney Poitier. Poitier. I have a hard time saying his name, but I loved him. Um, and so I was impressed with the fact that you had such a deep voice and that you knew the movie and you laughed at my joke. Ah, so... It was because I laughed at one of your jokes. And you were so nice. Like, you were nice and you were smart. I knew you were smart. I could tell you were smart. Um, and you were, you know, you're pretty good looking too, so that didn't hurt. Oh, thank you. Um, but yeah, so the my ex worked at the library as a page, and we were on pretty friendly terms. And so I asked him about you and what he knew about the the very very tall skinny man with the long hair that worked in in the AV department the coolest so cool <laughs> you're like and the Mr. Bubble like, t-shirt who, who, who is that cool guy you yeah said. well and the AV department at the time where i worked we had uh, VCRs hooked up to television sets, which people were allowed to watch for only a short period of time to see if they wanted to check a video out. They weren't allowed to sit there and check yeah. out. But because that did. was a different, that was a d- different. It was glass enclosed. It was right. a totally different section of the AV department. And a lot of the people that came in to watch videos were homeless. Yes. And so behind me, all when, of them were <laughs> behind me while you uh, no shade to no 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 homes, but yeah but to behind mm-hmm. me while while you were asking me out there were a bank of homeless men all watching I swear to God two of them got up and came and stood next yeah. to your desk <laughs> which it was hard enough to come and ask you out. Right. Let alone with a big audience. <laughs> right. And after you left, they applauded. <laughs> and that is true. <laughs> there was much uh, good good for you. And, yeah. Yeah. She's cute. I'm like, yeah, she is. Cute. Well, so. I was cute because, man, I really, I put on my Esprit de Corps um, linen vest that was sheer in the back and these little orange sh- denim shorts that were like Oversized because 
at that time, like the boyfriend style mm-hmm. was kind of popular, or at least I thought it was, or I was trying to make it popular. Um, so I had them cinched, they were like paper bag, <laughs> and I had to get all ready to come to the library to ask you out on a date. Right. And obviously, I said yes. You did, and then we got married. Just like that. Well, we went on a date. You didn't even kiss me on our first date. We held hands, and we went to a weird jazz club down on High Street. Yeah. Um, the other thing that was really cute about that is we each had a, a beer. I think I drank more at that time than you than you did. And after you drank the beer, and we were kind of like, I don't think either one of us liked jazz. I suggested the place. I don't know why. Um, and you said, well... I don't think I should drive right now after one beer, which just that melted my, I loved it so much. It melted my heart. So we decided to go for a walk, like around the block yeah. and walk a little bit. And you held my hand. Aww. I really liked it. <laughs> so. <laughs> so that was our first date. You didn't even kiss me. And then on our second date, you moved in. Yep. <laughs> just like that. <laughs> I just uh, <laughs> was making the motion of wiping my hands, like, job done. <laughs> you got the job done, So, <laughs> so when we did get married, we kind of decided to run off because we had no cash for a wedding. Yeah, we were, so, we were so poor. And I'm from, I'm the youngest of a very large family. And then my um, my mother had a lot of siblings as well, so I had a very you know very large family, and you had you know some family members, um, extended family members that you didn't even know. Yeah, and we were we were getting pressure to invite everybody. Everybody, and so it would have had to have been like a big wedding, and we had we had no, no money. money. We were so poor. Again, I was making like ten bucks an hour, <laughs> and then doing my side hustle as well. Be we buy. Like zero cash, I, and you had you were still in college, and I I looked up uh, I my notes about this because I I written some stuff about it uh, a couple years after our wedding. Um, I had a hundred and sixty dollars in the bank, which I took all of it out for our wedding day, and I don't even think I had that. I know, so I took a hundred and sixty dollars out. And where did a hundred of it go to the person who <laughs> did the wedding ceremony? And this is what's really hilarious. And we'll tell you how long ago this was. Um, I looked up wedding ceremony in the yellow pages. Yeah. We had gotten our, our license. Did, um, I can't, I think, well, you never even proposed to me. We just said, yeah, I mean, we, we, we were together for like two and a half years or yeah. three, almost three years. Because um, we met when you had just turned 21. Yeah. Um, and we got married when you were, what, 23? Um, so we didn't even, you didn't propose to me. There was none of that. It was just like, it just well, kind of happened. We should, get, let's get married. And then we said, or you said, well, yeah, we should get married on Halloween. Right. And that's what our plan was. Yeah, and it just wasn't coming together. 
No, because we couldn't find anybody who'd marry us on Halloween because they thought we were Satanists. <laughs> <laughs> Which we weren't. We just liked Halloween, and I had an unnatural love for pumpkins, but not like that guy who likes cars. You did not have a physical relationship no, with no. pumpkins. No, I just loved pumpkins. But the So we looked up in the Yellow Pages wedding ceremony, and there were a few people listed. Yeah. Called woman answered the phone. She said she could do it that day. Well, what? But what was she in the yellow pages? This was back when you got a phone book. Yeah, unit. It was under wedding ceremony. So yeah. Unitarian Universalist. Yeah. Uh, wedding ceremonies, which was just means all encompassing. Yeah, and we. Uh, so we drove over to um, the bad side of town. <laughs> <laughs> on the was outskirts it? of Columbus, yes. Was it on the west, far yeah. west? Or? It was pretty far I west. I can't remember. Yeah, where it, it was. was like it was like farmlands, and then kind of a weird neighborhood. My best friend was there. He was the maid of honor. He was also the nutcracker. So that yeah. Him. <laughs> and then our other best friend, um, who was our um, neighbor at the time, Dave. he's his name is Dave. He's Dave. You're David. He also lived across the hall from us. Yeah. And then we had another friend there. We get out of the car, and it's just a suburban neighborhood on the outskirts of a of Columbus, which means the yard was massive. It was yeah. just like a huge yard. We walked up to the house. And it was a ranch-style house. Ranch-style like house. A mid-century ranch-style. Knocked on the door, went inside, and there was a whole wall. One wall was covered with religious paraphernalia, but not like crosses and that kind of stuff. Wasn't there a lot of Native American Yeah, there was like a lot of Native imagery? American yeah. stuff, but also a lot of spiritual kind of stuff. Yeah. And then the other wall was a giant poster of Bob Dylan and Bob Dylan records and yeah. memorabilia just like all over the wall and and, and there was, and a there was bo- also a giant like Olin Mills portrait yeah of her teenage son yeah and we, one of those giant ones yeah <laughs> which the, with that really great kind of creamy look to yeah, it as yeah. if butter had been spread over the yeah. winds. Um, the faux oil paintings. Yeah, the faux oil paintings of the day. And um, we we uh, we said, okay, well, we want to get married here today. And she said, well, would you like my son to perform a Bob Dylan song? He loves Bob Dylan. And we were like, no, no. thank you. <laughs> no. <laughs> Well, she also had, she asked if we brought our vows. Right. And she said she usually um, met with people a few times for counseling and to get the vows together before the wedding. Yeah. And so she brought out kind of a vow sheet and you grabbed it and just started crossing stuff out. What? <laughs> I I probably did. I, I, that That thought kind of makes me take pause because it was my wedding day, but I really definitely had opinions about how much reference to religion and traditional male, female roles and sure. all of that. So none and, of that was going to be and talked you, about at my And wedding. when you said that to her, she's like, oh, you want the Native American ceremony. Yes. So she brought that out. Yes. <laughs> And is that the one we have? That's the one I we used. I still have to cross some stuff out. Yes, but it was, and that was more, I can't remember what it was, but more of like big sky spirit and that yeah. kind of, it was more yeah. generic sounding. Yeah. I don't even think it was a specific Native American tradition. I think it was just in the tradition of yeah, Native American. Yeah, I think she American. made it up. 
<laughs> we went out um, in her backyard. Yeah. And might I say, it was uh, in October in Ohio, and it was a beautiful day. Gorgeous. It was a gor- gorgeous day. Yes. Uh, uh, it was very warm, sunny. Um, and the guy next door was <laughs> mowing his lawn on a riding mower, and didn't decide, didn't like take a break. No, he saw the wedding ceremony being performed and decided, I'm continuing to mow. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. so, and then a helicopter flew overhead. Yeah, it felt like it was. Was it right around when Sean Penn and Madonna got married? It was after. It was <laughs> like five years after. But we both referenced <laughs> that at the time. We were like, Oh yeah. <laughs> This is crazy. So she she shuffled us out of there, though, right yeah. after the ceremony. She was like, okay, I got other stuff I got to well, do. Well, she wanted you to pay cash, and it Which was $100. Which I did. And um, so then we we decided, let's go and get some food. Well, first, in, in Ohio back then, um, there were drive-through liquor stores. Um, and it was very similar to a car wash, like a drive, a car wash that you drive through. Um, and in Ohio, you can only buy hard liquor at a liquor store, but these drive-thrus, you could buy beer and wine. And they kind of existed because for, if you were going to buy a lot, because what you did is you told the guy what you wanted, popped your trunk. And you drove through. And then they just loaded it in, closed it and you left. Well, and was, you had to pay, though. Yeah. Well, I mean, it was the original yeah. no-contact delivery. It really was. Those should come back. Yeah. So we stopped at one because we saw pumpkins. Yes. And and you and my maid of honor, well, actually, I think it was the maid of honor, is like, pull over. We have to get Pepper a pumpkin on our wedding day. And so we pulled over. And went to that to that drive-through because they they sold more than it was like an in and out or a yeah, convenience we, store. We pulled over. We didn't drive through and say load a pumpkin in. No, we, we stopped over to look at the pumpkins to pick it out. And so we were there parked and looking at pumpkins. When who comes up, pulls up in her car, is the lady that just married us. She was going through the drive-through. <laughs> she had a hundred dollars in cash, and I think she handed the hundred dollars to the guy and said. Put as much beer in the back of my car as that hundred dollars will buy. Because we watched them just load racks of beer into the back of her she car. She sure did. So she immediately took that hundred dollars of cash and turned it into beer. <laughs> she loaded up the trunk. Do you think she shared that with her son? I doubt it. Okay. <laughs> I maybe. <laughs> and then we went to Bob Evans. Yeah, Bob Evans is like a kind of an all-day breakfast joint. Um, I think it's mostly in the Midwest and maybe down south. The full name, since you enjoy full names, was Bob Evans Down on the Farm Family Restaurant. Yeah, yeah. And (laughs) And we went there to eat like a brunch. Yeah, we just had like a, a, uh, our friends brought us a brunch and we told the waitress we had just gotten married and she brought us a brownie um, a brownie with a candle in it. <laughs> you were so cute. <laughs> so that was kind well, of Well, you want to know what, like, one of my favorite things besides being married to you and getting married that day? Hmm. Um, I had really cold feet. I don't know if you know this, but we probably did because we lived together. <laughs> I, I was going to back out. Yeah. I, I didn't know if marriage was for me, um, but I really liked your last name. <laughs> Wait. So that was what that was the No, I really was liked that the you. tipping point though? 
It, it factored in. So if my last name was like Smutberger, you'd have been like, that's his marriage is not Oh, happening. no, that would have been for sure. But yeah. <laughs> um, no, so um, later that day, one of our friends, Tammy Schweinhagen, was having a party. Mm-hmm. And she was having a party anyway. Um, but she, I, I love Tammy. Like she's an awesome, I, we've kind of lost track. I think she's a jewelry designer now. Um, but she was having a party. Her partings, parties were epic, like the best parties ever. And she wanted to have a celebration also for us getting married. It perhaps was her birthday too. I can't remember. It was like, just like this, this circle of multiple things happening. Um, so we went to Tammy, Tammy's house, Tammy's apartment for the party. And she had hired an Elvis Presley impersonator and he was there and he sang to us for our wedding. He did. And I don't even remember what song it was. Do I don't remember? remember. I, we have a picture with him. I know. Um, but I don't remember what Elvis song is our song. No, I, what I remember more is that Tammy made um, baked beans. Like she made, I don't know if she still makes them. Again, I haven't talked to her in like 15 years. But she made baked beans. They were so good. She put a lot of garlic in them. Um, but I just, I, I love that kind of party where it's like a bunch of people getting together, and, you know, hanging Elvis out. Elvis impersonated. Elvis is there. Um, and she just put on a giant pot of baked beans for people to eat. Yeah. That was kind of our wedding day. It was. It was perfect. It was perfect. Happy well, anniversary. Happy anniversary. <laughs> I love you very much. I love you very much. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and to read our show notes, sign up for our newsletter at bafflingcyclops.com.